Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. Ha <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you. It's about last night. <laughs> is it weird to hear your own voice like that? Uh, I mean, it always is weird. Really? Yeah, I, I don't usually, you know. Talking to a mic? I, I, yeah, exactly, with like headphones Well, you're a stand-up on. comic. Oh, no, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, but that is like projecting out to the audience. It's not like, right. you know. And then it, for whatever reason, it sounds a lot lower in my head. So then when I hear it in a... Uh, headphones I'm like god damn it yeah. <laughs> never be a leading man <laughs> unless a leading man needs uh, needs you know yeah. some sort of speech pattern like that right yeah leading man in a Muppet movie like yeah maybe <laughs> like a Joaquin <laughs> Joaquin yeah. Phoenixy, uh her a leading loser puppet. type yeah you loser. Know? Wow. yeah are we podcasting right <laughs> now or are we just talking <laughs> Well, I, used to, I like to do the first 15 minutes for you just to have a self-reflective moment. Yeah. Yeah. Consider this the looking uh, in the mirror portion of the uh, podcast. Yeah. Uh, I just rewatched that Joaquin Phoenix clip uh, like a week ago. Which one? When he went on uh, Letterman and was just completely out of his mind. What was that? Uh, I don't that, know. But, well, did you guys see the movie? No. You got to watch the movie. The movie's What's the movie that he's promoting? Amazing. It, he's, he's making a movie with Casey Affleck called I'm Not There. So Casey, Oh, yeah. About... Um, where he plays this actor that's having a meltdown. He plays himself having a meltdown, getting into hip hop. And it's, it's almost like a Borat where it's like, he's the only one in on yeah. the joke. It's like Andy Kaufman esque, but it's actually really funny. And there's like, so all that these was scenes where he's just like at a hip hop club rapping. There's a scene with P Diddy where P Diddy is, <clears throat> he's trying to convince P Diddy to do a record and P Diddy won't even fucking look at him. <laughs> he's just like, nah, man. Yeah. Cause he brought nah. it to the streets. Cause when, when, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen did that, even with Bruno, he told Howard Stern, I'm coming on as Bruno. Yeah. Everyone was ready. Yeah. He was just showing up like that. like a manic episode. And Letterman yeah. too is just so, I feel like it rolls with the punches, but also it's like if he he wasn't in control, no. so that's where you yeah. know you could sense that he was yeah. like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And you're not gonna. I mean, he did it, you know, in a way, kind of calling him out, like, and they just started kind of blasting him. Yeah, um, I think he was mad he didn't get the heads up. Like, you should have given me a heads up on this. Yeah, I play like. along, maybe right. Yeah, absolutely, would have. Yeah, yeah. he's a comedian. I mean, I wouldn't want to piss off David Letterman. Yeah, and he has a beard now. He knows what it's like. <laughs> yeah. He has a beard mentality. Would you guys ever... Bre- <laughs> there is a beard mentality. There is. When I see people with giant beards, I think, I think that they're thinking three things all the time. Do you want to come to my cabin in the woods? Mm-hmm. I'll make you some homemade cocoa. Mm-hmm. And there's a slight chance I'm going to butt fuck you on a coffee table. Yeah, and also, what am I smelling? Yeah. And I'm way more manlier than my skinny jeans. 
<laughs> I feel like it's like they're oh beards yeah there's big like a, beards and skinny jeans out here yeah out here it's like they're you go to like Wisconsin or jeans. like you know Bellingham Washington oh, like right. it's just beards and overalls <laughs> yeah because you got to chop you got to be eating you got to be yeah like, that's chop legs. country yeah, yeah. <laughs> chop salads chopping trees can I keep your face warm yeah <laughs> would you guys ever go full beard Mark you can hug that mic more too okay yeah yeah no never I can't even grow one you can't no not even a little bit yeah that's right in our what 10 years of we've been friends for 10 mm-hmm. 10 years yeah and you guys have known each other for how long about the same probably like 15 15 yeah wow 17, yeah yeah no this, uh, this i've never yeah i've never seen you with any sort of facial hair combination two weeks of growth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you ever tried to go a full year no or you do that all the time because you just don't yeah. shave <laughs> no never yeah no yeah it just doesn't look good uh I bet a goatee, maybe, no? But maybe. No. But also. No, not with his voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you would look dope with a beard. Yeah, I think so too. Grow it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. That involves dancing. With his voice, it involves dancing the night away. <laughs> Just like chain ankled to a picnic table <laughs> outside a very, very flamboyant bar. Yeah. Uh, now, um, this is, uh, this is a, a unique uh, podcast. Because yeah. we got no, we got no dwarf. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Him. But he's, but he's here in spirit. Yeah, and um, Adam forgot to water him, so he shrank. Yeah, where'd he go? <laughs> I can't blame him. And if I can be honest, uh, overrated. Yeah, <laughs> overrated. Having a dwarf uh, co-host is overrated. Um, By nature. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Brad's uh, looking for houses right now. Actually, no, he's in, he's in Rochester currently. Yeah. Um, Rated starts at four feet. He's on. <laughs> <laughs> so he's yeah he's. <laughs> Oh my god! He just uh, posted these Instagram stories of him at this. Uh, it's at the mu- the Museum of Play, and he was on set at Sesame Street, and then he was shooting Shredder with like a pizza gun, and then he was on this thing where uh, it was one of those perspective uh, wall where you lay down on it, but then you take the picture at an angle so it looks like he was scaling a wall like Spider Man. Does like that make Brad, sense? Like Brad was. I'm gonna pull it up right now. I mean, it sounds hilarious picturing him scaling a wall like Spider Man. Oh, I would. Because it's more like Tick Man. Mark, yeah. do you want to introduce yeah. uh, our other special guest? Yeah, th- that over there barking in the corners. My dog Rio barking at himself in the mirror. It's his first time seeing himself. <laughs> Maybe we should turn the mirror. Yeah, Rio. Because I'm not supposed to have pets here. <laughs> okay, he'll and if my landlord listens to this podcast, we're and fucked. Actually, he's angry over there. His hair is up. I've never seen that before. I've had him for three months. I've never seen him this angry. He doesn't like the way he looks. He's like, <laughs> I thought I was a person the whole time. You never told me, motherfucker. <laughs> it's like Kevin Spacey found out he was a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody see that movie, Nine Lives? Never saw yeah. it. Yeah, well, you should go back and watch it now. <laughs> yeah. Because you're just like, oh, this dude was such a, you know, he was. that was his thing, too. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to try to distract people from thinking I'm some male sexual predator by turning into uh, a pussy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my... my uh... Okay, that, that joke gets nothing. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> a right, hot... No. That's the t- I, was looking, I was worried about Rio over there. <laughs> I was half listening. <laughs> um, what do you guys think about all that? You're comedians. You have a topical point of views. About Kevin Spacey, I think that uh, he just... It, Let me get specific, yeah. So I think Spacey was the first big, um, you know, bombshell, right? These are pre-internet stories, too. Like, the internet well, didn't exist back then, so these guys had cover, like... They hugged that. The people, yeah. the people had cover back then, like, n- these stories, you told four people, they told four people, that's 16, they had no way to get these stories out, now they do. Yeah. So these stories are awful. He was just going around just, like, grabbing dicks in bars like it was a joystick on a Pac-Man game. <laughs> No, he was. He gra- he would grab some kid's dick who was like seventeen years old and just like tugged it around a little bit. But the kid was straight and he was traumatized. Also, there's something to be said about like the the laughing, 
the, the people are like when I would watch these Matt Lauer interviews like Anne Hathaway had some wardrobe malfunction apparently right before she went on the Today Show like the night before at a, at a premiere and I think something got shown in between I think that got like exposed and his opening line is Anne Hathaway good morning nice to see you been seeing a lot of you lately wow that's his first line <laughs> And she goes, yeah. <laughs> and then she laughs it off because she's a pro. But then she also goes, because she didn't want to go out. She didn't want to do anything after that. She was so embarrassed. Yeah. And she was like, she goes, yeah, I didn't uh, try to stay home, but, you know, the film. And then he goes, how do you come back from something like that? Wow. But also his tone of voice, there's no jokey rapport. He wasn't laughing. And then and then Sandra Bullock was on for the proposal, and and they cut to a, they, they show a clip of her, I think, being kind of naked in one of the p- parts, and it cuts back. And he goes, well, he goes, this movie was a great thing for me because it was the first. He goes, I finally got to see Sandra Bullock naked, and she kind of laughs like uncomfortably. Wow. And then he goes, "Man," and he goes, uh, "He goes, you're naked like this whole movie." She goes, "No, I'm not. It's one scene." <laughs> yeah. And he goes, "It's like the whole movie." And she goes, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> like, and he's just like so, like uh, you know, That's totally fucked up. What movie? The proposal. Okay, it's one scene. Yeah, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's what? What moment? What, what's the time code on the yeah. scene? Let me see how wrong he was. Yeah, <laughs> but no, but there's no le- but there's no jokey. Even like the, the, they're laughing to kind of help diffuse the moment. But he's laughing too. So as as a viewer, you're like, ah, oh, they're all just having She's a good time. Above you in the pecking order of entertainment, you have to run that buyer before she comes on. Yeah, it's that simple. Yeah, you can't blindside her with that. I, I don't take shit from a busboy at my job. <laughs> yeah, you, know you don't. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, yeah, and then the thing with Matt Lauer too—he's just like he was just. Did you see? Do you know the comedian Pete Lee? He's been on Letterman. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Do you see his update about Matt Lauer? No. So apparently, Pete Lee, when he was thirteen, was a world-class skateboarder. Holy shit! In a, in a United States national competition, it was the finals, and the entire uh, Matt was sent there to cover it when he was just a basic, uh, you know, news guy. And the whole time, when the cameras off, was ripping the teenage skateboarders, saying it wasn't a real sport, and screaming, "Why do I have to cover this?" And some kid was like, hey, man, this is our dream. He's like, get the fuck out of here, kid. And, yeah, yeah. Look at Pete Lee's update about it. it and at that, that point, I go, you're a dick. These are children. Where is, oh, my God. Yes, and skateboarding is annoying. But when you're the covering, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I yeah. I, I don't even know, like, what were the specific allegations. You told me that there was one where he was, like, giving out dildos. He was giving out dildos Christmas and presents? other, look, and I've said this before, like, secret Santa that shit. Don't, yeah. write, don't sign your name and happy <laughs> yeah, holidays. Totally. Even happy holidays is creepy. Don't write anything. Yeah. You made it weirder by adding a note. You know what I'm saying? And I give can't out, believe like, we should, It's 2017. You should be able to just yeah. like, give out a dildo without any strings attached. Yeah. And hopefully there are no strings attached. <laughs> or just like act like you were throwing it out. Because that's a tampon. That's a bottle rocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like act like you were throwing it. Like don't say that just you bought it. it. Like, hey, I was going to throw this out. Do you want this? I don't know. Then, yeah, I just feel like, you know, yeah, you, you can make the gift. this year, by the way? Was What's that it? this year's gift? Like, when did he do that? Was it last year, I hope? Or did he do it this year? Thinking he'd get well, if he's real smart, he should have like somehow made it like give it and then like make it a Matt Lauer deal. like I don't know like make find it, a way to market that make it double headed and say you're willing to go in on it too <laughs> or if she's, if she's Jewish Annie. give her like eight days of dildos there you go <laughs> there you go Yeah, make it festive yeah yeah there's probably more and more stories too by the way some of these I mean I feel like it, there's only four or five like that they put in the initial thing and him saying the sex button thing to me is the craziest Don, yeah. Don Marrero yeah. was saying last night at the Laugh Factory he goes I think he developed carpal tunnel from that uh, sex button thing just <laughs> yeah. pressing it so much and for me I'm like the only other guy that had a sex button uh, was the boss from the Jetsons you know Jetson, you know that was to drop uh, yeah. you into a pit of sharks or tigers not to where's force, that guy right now not to be like don't you run away from this dick you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. where's that guy yeah where's the yeah. boss from the Jetsons yeah. here's a big red flag too you have a couch in your office 
and it's in the corner. By Who the way, who has a couch in their office? Why is it? What does that need it for? You don't need that for. You are you? Are you just? Are you going away from your power position behind the desk to ever just lounge? No. Are you laying back like a therapy desk? No. Or a therapy uh, situation? No. The couch in the office, I think, always to me sends off vibes of like. So, so do you think that, like, with most of these guys, these guys that, so one of the things everybody always says is like, how? Why would these guys think they could get away with it? And the truth of the matter is, is probably because they were getting away with it a lot of the time. Like it was oh, yeah. working. Yep. A lot Especially of time, like Matt Lauer news. would say something creepy to a chick and she'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Or was Kevin Spacey would grab a guy's dick and he'd be like, yeah, what's up? But, you know, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like if it worked one in ten times, that's like enough because they're powerful dudes. Yes. It's like you go, why, why would this dude do this? It's also why a lot of newscasters. And what I realized just now is they control the news. They say the news. They're like, I'm not going to say that about myself. Like in tonight's news, Matt Lauer has been pushing a button and fucking with, let you know. He's like, this <laughs> is, this is me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, you're not gonna report yourself, Bill O'Reilly. I mean, Matt Lauer really was the ultimate like fucking just 180 just from where dork. I hope yeah. I hope Al Roker comes out with some stories. Yeah, you know. Yeah, just like you ready for a tsunami? Let's see if you can squirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Oh no, I'm saying Al Roker. Oh, about that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I meant like he comes out with like, you know, because he was best friends with him for like, what, 20 oh, years? Oh, yeah. Let's also get back to the fact that he had a couch that he tried to hook up on. Couch sex sucks. Like, you know, you're like, like we're starting on the couch. And then like after a minute, you go, this fucking sucks. I can't move your leg. Let's get off the couch. He has a desk. To the bed, yeah. Bent over desk sex sounds way hotter than, ca- like, why even have the couch? Yeah, I think he did everything wrong. He did everything you wrong. Know. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you who did everything right. Joe. Yes. Joe King or Joe Sinclitico? Joe Sinclitico. And why Why the... You Joe, born Joe King? Uh, no, I... <laughs> I yeah. Uh, no, Joe King was when I was doing uh, open mics. Nobody could pronounce Sinclitico. And they when you're doing open mics and there's like 30 comics, the host never bothers to actually like come up to you and go, how do I pronounce this? They just go up and they just go, Joe Shindabu... And they just... <laughs> okay, and They're adding letters? Busher. See, that, that, bugs, that, that bothers me. Because I feel like I got it the first time. Yeah. yeah, you probably did. I, I mean, it's, you're literate. It's, That's the thing. Some people yeah. just look at a name like I, I, you. I would get uh, telemarketing calls, and they'd be like, "Joe Smending," and it's like, "Dude, you quit after one letter." Wow. You looked yeah. at one the first letter. Is and that you dyslexia, said, nope, or you just look just at a, a name like that and you I don't even? Tr- yeah, they're just lazy. Yeah, That's a big. Yeah. That says a lot. I feel like about you as a person, and you're. That's a metaphor for your life. If you look at a name like yeah. that and you add letters. And you also you you gave up when you saw the name. Yeah, what does saw, that tell you about the rest of your life? Nope. Little challenges this. like this, or just like brain teasers. You're like, I'm yeah, out. I'm fucking done. I guarantee they're all also just like Tim Smith, Doug Jones. Like they're not used to. Oh yeah. You know, they go, we should all have the same name, <laughs> same name, same shoes. Yeah. Have we all hosted open mics here? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like I'm hosting one right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst. It's the worst. <clears throat> There's a buddy of mine from uh, college who just started, and he's like already three months in, and already like wants to sit down and ask me like how to like jump hurdles. And he's like, so Mike thing, man, it's like, I think I, I got it. I'm good on this. Yeah. I go, you're good on it? I go, what? You've mastered the open mic? Yeah. You're crushing it all of them. Everyone, every other open micer is like, what are you doing here? Yeah. You ready for the big league superstar? Zero percent. Yeah. He's also- like, no, but I mean like, I just, like I got, like I get, I get that that's like, that's, you need that. And I'm glad I did that. I'm right. like, what are you? Yeah. 
My favorite I'm was like, when com- read, I'm like, try to read Joe Sinclitico and then quit comedy. You yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> you need two more challenges. My favorite was how quickly everybody got business cards. It was like two months in. Oh yeah, dude, they I did had that. It. Me too. <laughs> everybody did it. You had to, my like, tour schedule's on here. <laughs> oh, so I can know when you're going to be at Sal's Comedy Hole. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, Monday from five to six thirty. It's corny to have business cards. <laughs> It is when you're doing open mics. Yo, I'm talking anybody, about when you're, dude, I was a year out of college. I'd done stand-up nine times, and I was like, come see my shows. <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah. Can we take a five-minute break? I empty out my wallet. <laughs> yeah. What would be the corniest business card? One with your face on it and your phone number, right? <laughs> Did you have a business card tagline? Huh? Like a tagline. Yeah, I still do. What does it say? It says, here's your beeswax. I changed business for beeswax. It wasn't working at all. No, yeah. yeah. There's a there's a guy in Utah. He just had his name. His name was Jim Shanks. Jim, if you're still alive and you're listening to this podcast somehow, quick shout out to you, man. You might have been the silliest, funniest, creepiest, kindest guy I've ever met. Yeah. All in one. Uh, but his business card just had his name on it. Jim Shanks. No email. Right. Fuck yeah. No. Uh, Yo, in case you wanted to get a tattoo of it later. <laughs> what did your business card... It was a picture, and then it was like the MySpace page. Yeah. I had a taxidermied llama. Of course you did. And nice. then it just said Joe, my name, and then funny joke person. Perfect. You know what this guy Jim Shanks did? Well, Jim Shanks? <laughs> yeah. He was basically telling you right here, he goes, this is my favorite font. <laughs> <laughs> That's guess, all you need to know about let it. Me save you, let me save you the get to know you process. <laughs> Fonts, this one. Love it. My name, check. Yeah. <laughs> now you know two things about me. Start talking about you. He handed that to you at like a show or? It was a comedy, the first comedy festival I did in Utah, like my first year of comedy. That's awesome. Yeah. Jeff yeah. Dye was there and Marcus from Last Comic Standing. And, I remember uh, him. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad idea because then you just, most people just Google a person anyways and then they can contact you via yeah. websites or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And you go like this to Jim. You go, Jim, what font is this? He goes, it's Ariel Reverse Cowgirl. <laughs> <laughs> I remember him too because he was doing, it was one of those things where he was, like we went to a uh, a hometown buffet, right? And the boss was being like a complete asshole, right? This boss, oh, right. the boss, um, and it just a, a he found out we were comedians. He was being a dick, and then the girl who was our server was uh, coming over. She was real sweet, and we were all chumming up with her. And she was, I think, probably talking to us, maybe uh, you know, considerably a little bit too long uh, in between checking on us. But it was slow, it was a slow day. It was the middle of the day on a Sunday. We were at the comic festival. It was over at the hometown buffet. And so we're, and the boss, I think, was jealous that she was chumming up with us. So he comes over. He goes, "She bothering you guys?" And we're Jesus. like, "No, she's fine." He goes, "He goes, hey, he goes, uh, he goes, hey, he goes, hey, Rachel, stop uh, riff raffing with the comedians. Let, let them eat their food." And, and we're like, "Oh no, she's fine." He goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, that's cool. He goes, "You guys got any more shows?" And we're no. And he goes, he goes, hey, uh, he goes, you know, I did comedy for a little bit. We're like, oh, oh great. He goes, yeah. He goes, hey, Rachel, actually, I got a joke for you. He goes, we're all like, oh shit, here's a fucking lawsuit about to happen. Like, yeah. get the paperwork ready. And he goes, Rachel. What do you call an employee standing around? And there's just a pause, and we all kind of look at each other, and he goes, bullshit. He goes, get back to work. I laughed, because I'm like, did not expect that. Very funny. Yeah. <laughs> You're also a huge prick. She def- she's visibly upset, turns and walks away, and, and Jeff Dye just goes, hey, dude, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, because he tried to big dog the whole situation. Yes. You guys included. Yes. Like, you're complicit, like, you're complicit, and you're standing around. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great if he's like... <laughs> My name is Don Velveeta. I'm in charge of the cheese fountain. <laughs> I would love to. Don Velveeta. That's so. I always think about when some of these brand names, like, is, like, you know, is Fred Meyer, Don Velveeta, like, yeah. John Varvados, are they all hanging out? <laughs> you know? They got it. 
They got to be. Plus, with that guy, you go, dude, you can't King Kong this situation wearing khakis. (laughs) You got khakis and a weave belt. Like, no need to thump your chest. (laughs) Rob Vlasic, the pickle guy, what's he up to, you know? Yeah. Be doing anything. He's definitely sexually harassing people. (laughs) Yeah, if your last name's Vlasic. Like, you want a crunchy fucking bite of this? (laughs) (laughs) But he, like... Goes great, goes great with sandwiches. <laughs> oh, <God>. Potato salad. <laughs> Pudding if you want to. You decide. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Chef? When, <laughs> when did you guys start comedy? Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, where did you start? Uh, you I guys st- met 15 I years started, ago in yeah, San Diego? I started in San Diego. I was, I was 16. I, I actually, when I was um, 12, my sister was in high school and she took a, a stand-up comedy class. Your sister did? My sister did. She's the funniest one on the fam? Uh, I, my sisters are both fucking According to her resume so and So funny. <laughs> Actually, my one, my middle, probably my middle sister uh, who never did anything like thing regarding like theatrical or comedy. She's probably the funny. She's, she's really funny. But uh, no, my sister took a stand-up comedy class and they, it was like at a community college and we went to the final performance and it was literally <laughs> in a classroom so every all the people got up and did stand up in front of a classroom, and at the end, the instructor is like, "Hey, do, do, I see a lot of uh, people that came here to watch. Do you guys want to tell a joke?" Like it just did. It was the what? weirdest fucking thing. It, but it made total sense to me when I was yeah. twelve. I was like, "This is my motherfucker." It was just like Eminem, lose yourself. What? Yourself. And Had it, you been sitting there watching comic after comic, being like, "I can do this." That sucked. Yeah. Well, my sisters used to watch stand up comedy when I was like five. Like they showed me Delirious when I was five, and I didn't understand any of it. But I was like, I want to say motherfucker like that dude. This when story, you were this five, story gets better. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <laughs> when you were, it's our, wait, When you were five years old, you saw Delirious. Yeah, I saw I saw Delirious. I saw, my my one time, my dad and my mom took me to see Whoopi Goldberg when I was like nine. And that dude, was, I would love if like and this she was, called me. I out. mean, the documentary, the opening of the scene of the documentary is you watching Whoopi At and nine. like really dramatic music and Whoopi just being like, <laughs> yeah, in a giant, "That's what I said," and then cutting to Joe just wide eyed like, "What am I watching? Yeah, it was a, who is this comedic? It force? was a giant theater." And she literally pointed to me during the show. Wow. And she goes, you shouldn't have brought that boy. You're the, you shouldn't have brought that boy. And you're you the boy? Here. I was the boy. Wait a minute. This special is documented? No, no, no. It was no, a show. Special. It was oh. just a show. She's performing in a downtown San Diego theater. You shouldn't have brought that boy. And she's like, you shouldn't have brought that boy. Because she's like, I'm the homeless hooker pussy. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like I guarantee you she remembers that, too. Yeah. I, it would be incredible to find out. You got to get on The View somehow. I yeah. know. Let's you got to tweet at Whoopi. Yeah. I just remember when you called me out. Look at me now. To the view. Yeah, in, in Cran. <laughs> fan letter. In Cran. <laughs> yeah, in Cran. You scarred me from that <laughs> moment. Just like, I, I became a drug addict at 20. <laughs> that is, dude, that is a fucking, I mean, I don't know if that's yeah. enough for the story of the movie yeah. of your life, but that Whoopi fucking yeah. put you in a spiral. Call me out. Dude, there, there must have been like 5,000 people there. And she Did everybody me, laugh? And she, of course. That's no, always. she was fucking chastising my parents. She was like, he shouldn't be here. It, well, it wasn't was, like a joke. Like I've, a joke. I've had kids in uh, in shows, and you know, I think we all have done it where you're just like, yeah. you start talking. It's like a 13, 14 year old kid, and you start being like, no, you know, you gotta <laughs> you gotta remember all this, or like tell your friends about like why would you bring him here? And it's a funny yeah. thing. This that, was your bad parents. She instantly knew. Whoopi Goldberg were bad called parents, your parents out, and I was gonna be a drug addict. Yeah. She knew. It. She was like. Yeah. That you're fucking she also this created kid a comedian in that moment with her magic touch. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. might as well have a ray going out of her hand, she like the comedian, touch. and just fucking just that's her superpower. She just shocks you into comedian life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She shoots a ray like that's how Barack did it to Trump. He's like, you and I are going to be president. And he pointed at him and he just turned him into a president. 
That is an incredible story. Anyway, back to your performance at the school. Oh, yeah. The so open I, mic. I went out. The, the anyways, comedy school. I, I, my sister goes. What was her joke? Uh, my sister's joke? No, my sister had performed like a full set. And then the guy, the instructor said, does anybody want to tell a joke? And she goes, oh, my little brother's funny. He'll get up there. And now, I why were you there. funny? Why, why did she say that? I was just, How I was old just a spaz. Point? I was like probably, I was younger than sixth grade, so I was probably like 10. That's also, what, Joe was <laughs> on Rick James level drugs yeah, at yeah, six yeah. years like old. Like Riddle story's crazy. Like Rick James would have had like a heart attack. <laughs> One of his, what? Get, yeah. Get to, okay, so you got just up there. So much because when you said you were a spaz, I was like, I feel like spaz is constantly mis- diagnosed yeah, yeah, yeah. for like funny is spaz is and funny i think go hand in hand so yeah. when sometimes I was, uh, to give you an idea, i don't know how spazzy you yeah. were joe's senior prom was in rehab yeah <laughs> exactly no i twice when, when i was because i all forgot it in kindergarten <laughs> this is how spazzy i was i bashed a kid's head open with a block because he wouldn't get out he wouldn't move out of my way so i took a block and i just smashed his head open cracked his head open was like, he went to the in hospital. line for the drinking fountain or like what was it <laughs> he, he uh he was he, he would not let me he was building he was cutting stuff. in line no, on no, pizza no. boat friday so i remember exactly what it was it's like so vivid i could even if you took me to that room i could tell you exactly where it happened oh please do he had a a, a giant block castle that he had made and he didn't want me to walk around it and uh so what I did is I grabbed one of the blocks and I just beat him over the head with it. <laughs> and then I cracked his head open. He went to the hospital. My mom came to pick me up that day and I remember jumping in her car and she's like, Hey, how are you doing? I was just like, Go. Go. <laughs> like I thought so dominant. I thought I might pull it off. That I might have She goes like this. Can guy. you just call yourself Joe King from now on? <laughs> she changed your name in that moment. <laughs> yeah, so that uh, uh, his parents sued my parents. It was a fucking crazy. There was a loss. Of course. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised you didn't kill also, him. Also, his dad's a high powered attorney. Yeah. Oh, and, so your dad had been dealing with blockheads for His parents were also yeah. attorneys. Oh, really? Yeah. It was attorney on attorney. <laughs> it was attorney on attorney on attorney. attorney. So they, uh, Dude, the this, attorneys turn their attorneys on each other. The, this, the, the plot in this movie just is getting and better the, and better. The principal came to my parents and he said, this fucking kid cannot come back to the school unless you put him on Ritalin. And Ritalin was oh, just... Oh, whoa, really? Like, that, yeah, was he's the principal's like, call? Yeah, he's like... You he should have missed a building that like, shit. He's like, you need to put him on Ritalin. And it was like a block from my and house. And I sell it out of my trunk. Like, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got six pills for 40 right now. You're not going to find a better deal. <laughs> the PE teacher might tell you there's a better deal out there. We're all fucked up. We By the way... Yeah, we could that, swallow him, we could cut him, we could snort him, whatever <laughs> That is a bold move by the principal. You're not licensed to do that, are you? No, of course not. Give out not. medical I mean, it was suggestions. The 80s, so people Maybe were a, vice uh, a little bit. Maybe. He was an older man. You know. So what was he, his name? Uh, his name was Mr. Manasia, and I actually gave an Uber ride Manasia? to his daughter. Like oh thirty God. years I wish later, you were single. Thirty years later, I gave an Uber ride to his daughter, and I told her, "I know. Do you, are you related to so and so Manasia?" She goes, "Yes." I go. Her last name said Manasia. You're like, "Call him right Manasia. now." Call him right now. So she calls her. It's her granddad. So she calls her granddad. I get on the phone with him. I go, "Hey, dude, you remember when I bashed that kid's head in <laughs> what kindergarten?" The fuck? And he goes, "I absolutely remember it." Yes, this is a kid from the Beyond the Grave. I go, yeah. Okay, okay, I'm sober now. I do stand up comedy. Like, it was no, like, but I don't regret it. But I, <laughs> well, I would make you walk yeah. around <laughs> with that tone. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even Holy think about the Ritalin thing until. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? Like a principal, like my uh, no, of my, my buddy was a principal for. Uh, three four years in elementary school and the shit he would tell me he would have to like deal with and he's he's he, the balance between the parents yeah. and right and wrong a kid in an assembly stood up big assembly right thousand kids a yeah. musical assembly stood up and at one point just stood up and they're asking him to sit down pulled down his pants and then started shaking his dick around and went ah! 
ah. and they kicked him out of the assembly because my buddy didn't know what to do. He just goes, but like, I, I think you can't you be here anymore. <laughs> you yeah. got a standing ovation. Yeah. <laughs> well, well and I, what I told my buddy is I go, dude, first of all, you can't chastise this kid. Like he probably was doing that shit in the bathroom. and was like, I'm tired of playing open mics. I gotta, yeah. do, I gotta take this shit to Carnegie <laughs> Hall. And I gotta fucking wave my dick around the assembly in front of every kid because this kid was laughing hysterically as he was doing it. Yeah. And I was like, this kid's a showman, you know. <laughs> and so, and so he, the dad comes in because he has to call the parents in, and the dad's sitting there, and it's a very urban, like inner city, you know. And, and so he's already he's he's dealing with shit on a daily basis of just like kids coming, the parents not being home and they going from school for a week, like drug, like crazy shit. And the dad comes in, he's like, and, and my buddy's like, so um. Uh, Dwayne uh, stood up and, and at the assembly and dad was like so what's going on what, what are we doing here what's in trouble and I'm not doing a voice or paraphrasing this is what my buddy did to me <clears throat> it was an Italian guy and uh, no a black dude and so he's like uh, he's like uh, he's like, so what happened what what, what what Dwayne do and he's like well um, uh, Mr. Jones he stood up during the assembly uh, pulled down his pants he's like okay and he's like and um, and exposed himself and the dad says Dang, dang boy get hurt. <laughs> to which my buddy it. just goes, uh, I mean, no, not physically, maybe emotionally, like yeah. Scott, like this is a, a child's beat, like he flaming on. He's like, he's like, yeah, man. He's like, well, he put it away when you called him out, right? <laughs> Was it Lavar Ball? <laughs> he goes, this is the start of the ball. Yeah, that's but anyway, amazing. but it, but he was so like, he did not know how to, how to handle that. So I, well, I that's just, how you create a kid like that. Yeah. Anybody get hurt? He goes, so now what do you think of the fam? <laughs> Mad respect, right? <laughs> Kid's fucking 10 years old with a 10, you know what I'm saying? He goes, my name is Chef Boyardee's Nuts. <laughs> Italian black guy. <laughs> he was pissed that you guys weren't playing Mozart at that assembly, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, but that's a bit... That's my no, point no, being, that's no, a I tough mean, call for a principal. So totally. for him to reprimand... Totally. And say that... Because... I feel like that's the grounds for ex being expelled. But, yeah. But that's yeah. a police issue. At a certain point, right. as a principal, you go, I just want to go home. Yeah, I should have been like taken <laughs> into custody. At that. It's right? like something crazy. But, you know, uh, custody. Uh, I think that um, the whole uh, teacher, principal, administrative staff being like walking on eggshells with the with the parents is in, like, that's like really picked up steam in the last like 15 to 20 years where it's like, now they gotta be super safe. But back then, you still had these old school principals that were just like, "Get this fucking." Again, there was no internet. My, yeah, there was no real. It's like they could they could step in and be like, "You you fucking get this kid out of my face." Yeah. what are you doing? So you're about to step on stage your first time, and your sister's. Yeah, yeah, and I just did. I just did muscle. Uh, I just did <clears throat> Mr. Muscle like flexing uh, stuff, and it crushed. And what, I ripped what my shirt. At this point? I ripped my shirt off, and I was like, "That's it." <laughs> Wait, Mr. Muscle, stand up. Mr. Muscle what? Like I did like bodybuilder, like Hulk Hogan. I was really into WWE. I did the Hulk Hogan thing. I ripped my shirt, like was flexing as I can't rip my hard. shirt off now, by the way. And, this uh, is how high this kid was. Rip yeah. your shirt off? <laughs> Even with holes, it's tough. <laughs> They're like, okay, ha, 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 that's funny. Yeah, they get scared of me. Yeah, it's okay, like so, veins popping out. And what age are you at this point? Uh, I'm probably 10. Oh, you're 10. Point. Yeah. So you're four years into your addiction? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, dude, the th the the bummer thing. Addiction is on what? I didn't, I didn't really get the really? good drugs. Okay. Yeah, but the tell thing me is, the amount you're on. Go through the amounts. Well, when this I was, great. It, it kept, they kept ramping it up because I kept getting in trouble. So it was like, <laughs> okay, so uh, the block. So, okay. so after the block, they were upping the dosages when he's yeah, getting in trouble. Yeah, they just kept, and they just got to a point where I was just like, like this zombie is kid. Uh, I mean, I, you know, how many were you taking after the block incident? Dude, I don't remember. I, I think okay, so. 20 milligrams of Adderall 
right? So if you compare it to that, like 20 milligrams of Adderall, 20 milligrams of Ritalin are kind of the same. Everybody takes Adderall now, so okay. that's like, that'll make sense to your listeners. Yeah. I, when I, by the time I was in high school, I was on a hunt, I had a prescription for 140 milligrams of a day. Uh, so if you took a 20 Seven milligram Adderall, do. it would be like, you would just be so You remember I was just in Paris? Yeah. I, one of our co-people there gave me an Adderall because we were just going everywhere. Yeah. I stood up from a lunch, excused myself, walked over. All a, around Paris. Yeah. Went, went over, to Denmark. Yeah. To, <laughs> went to a pharmacy. Go, I need an aspirin and water right now. I thought I was having a heart attack. And I one Adderall. And that shit is really strong. And that was probably like a 20 milligram. And so I was taking like seven of those. Wow. A day. Throughout the day. Yeah. yeah. Um, can and you I, break down some of the I other. I was still getting in trouble. Yeah, yeah. well, that's where so I want to know. The ADHD is what strong. Other, after you block heads, where do you go from there? Because that's your, that's your opener. Like, I what's mean, your... there was some, there was some uh, you know, I feel like twirling pe- my penis around. Okay. I did a few of those. Yeah. You know, yeah, calls very my parents. centric on an upper. Yeah. Because it's up. It's like, dude, we're both. It was up. just like, <laughs> but, let's go. We're a team now. <laughs> but it's a, it's an easy go to when you're a little boy because you're like, I whip my penis out. Everybody screams. It's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, it's it's a hundred percent. It's your shamu tail splashing people with water. <laughs> it's your closer. It's, it's your closer it's every your time. Uh, yeah, so like, everyone get out of the splash. It's zone. a Bill get Clinton away. impression in the nineties. You know, <laughs> it's yeah, always so going to win. I, I mean, I uh, I was just you know, when I was younger, it was like getting in fights, like hitting kids, like just being that crazy. And then when I got older, it just was you know. Mayhem. Just being the class clown, being obnoxious. I once, uh, I used to do this thing. I had this um, high school teacher who had glaucoma, so he couldn't see very well. So he would stand in the back of oh the class. He would sit in the back of the class and then show us biology films, right? And I would cut out, uh, this is like in eighth grade, <laughs> I would cut Christ. out penis shadow puppets and then I would stand in front of the projector and put them in like people's mouths you had them on the ready as they, <laughs> no, I would just cut them out and I put them in people's mouths and uh, he never he couldn't see because he was in the back then we had a substitute teacher I did it I got caught I remember going into the principal and he was reading the the referral and just like hysterically I was like dude it was really funny bro he's yeah. like I gotta suspend you I was like it was really funny he's like I'm sure it was yeah. I'm sure it was I still, I yeah. still, that's I still big that's him acknowledging <laughs> yeah. no, I remember that to this day that would have been great if one day with his glycoma teacher you, like, you brought a joint to class smoked it before it then he, then he saw it <laughs> yeah, that, what motherfucker I can see that now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, penis like, slipped him an edible <laughs> That, yeah. So, uh, so, anyways, so the so the amount the dosage gets upped, and your parents have no problem up. with this. They're just like, you know, this is the right move. Yeah. My dad was working as an attorney, and my uh, my mom, she was just doing the best she could dealing with this fucking. Yeah. I mean, it was not even their fault. It was just I was. She's also out probably of control. popping him. If I brought that, shit I was home, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> my kid brought that home. Like two for You're you, like, one for me. <laughs> you should do it with the this together. <laughs> do it with the juice box, kid. You love it. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, <clears throat> so they were just uh, they were just trying to do the best what a they could. Bunch of and, idiots. And when when doctors, not your, not your no, no, no. Yeah. When, when when the doctors are telling. And by the way, like at this point during the like nineties, eighty percent of the kids in classes are like on fucking. Yeah. They're giving it to every fucking little boy that's like even mildly aggressive or crazy. So, uh, anyways, couldn't open a milk box. You go, okay, retard. Yeah. Here's an Adderall. Yeah. You could open it with your teeth. You piece of shit. <laughs> They were that quick to like assess, and uh, yeah, fuck, yeah. Dude, you remember I got in trouble drinking at the comedy store one time, and you got mad at me. You weren't like, 
Next time, try seven drinks. <laughs> <laughs> up the dosage, you idiot. You didn't do it up. <laughs> Your problem was moderation. Yeah. Like, these people are retarded. Yeah. I taught for seven years. I would never have given any of the kids Adderall. You would yeah. never have done that if, no. you, if they got in trouble. It's insane. It. It's insane. <laughs> no, it's insane. Yeah. It's like, oh, your creative writing is down. Here's acid. You know, I mean, yeah. it's just like giving an illicit drug to a child never yeah. makes sense. So, no. so what is the, what's the peak of it? How does it, I mean, it builds and builds. The, well, yeah, the nipping glue. <laughs> yeah, it builds and builds until I eventually, farts. Uh, <laughs> I got this, I got my hands on this stuff called Dazoxin, which was pharmace- pharmaceutical grade methamphetamine. It's basically uh, elephant cum after they it's, ate a leopard. It's like breaking bad. <laughs> you know blue ice level just oh the best God. speed you could ever get and so i found that in high school because i used to read started to get into pills and i used to read the physician's desk reference what is that it's it's a it's like the it's beckett like pill for trading cards yes yeah, it's, yeah. it's the beckett for pills <laughs> yeah remember the beckett when it told you how much a barry bonds was <laughs> worth trending up it's the action is trending up yeah so I got on that, and that was the that was the uh, that was the road to help because it was just so fucking good, and I just did. So you felt you it. felt good. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah, Ritalin never made me feel good. It would just like make me zombify. Ritalin is fucking yeah. weird. It turns. So they gave you that. that to balance out your spazziness. Is that yeah. and that's basically what they were. Yeah, I mean, at, at, at a certain point, they thought it would point, like it would take you from fifty to thirty. And yeah. then yeah, at, at a certain point they were just giving it to me so I could sit in class and not disrupt the other kids because I wasn't doing anything. Yeah, I was never good at school. I was just up and down all the places. And there's no separate book because now they have like assisted like learning, like the same like assisted yeah. living facilities. They have like a, a portable where they're like yeah, send the fucking in fact kid uh, we can't say his last name send him to that portable. Yeah, maybe well, he'll, you know. At one point I think in junior high they're like all right we're gonna put him in uh, special education. Because there was a really good special education. He's going to teach it. He's high as fuck. So, no, so they go. So they went. You can get to through five subjects in two hours. <laughs> so they go to this meeting, and uh, the 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 teachers come in, and they go, "He can't come in here. He makes fun of all the kids." In the special education, and then oh they started God. naming the kid. They go, "What about Ian?" I go, "Come on, Ian! Ian's my boy!" And then they started naming all these fucking <laughs> I kids. Then I was like teasing, but they were all my friends, uh, so I, they were letting me. Now, were they special? Special, special ed? Were they were all really like? No, I mean it was like they had levels. Yeah. There was levels. There was the ones that just like it was like they were playing ball, and then there was other ones. They were still trying to teach him to read. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they were like, this guy ha- could maybe hold. And then there was you. You were like, I use a quadratic formula to tell you the capital of Florida. You're <laughs> yeah, like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, a beautiful so, mind over uh, here. So, anyways, there was that. He, goes, he shows up. The guy goes four and a half hours of Vegas, best time I'll ever have. <laughs> He's got enough money for a Greyhound bus ticket. <laughs> but you know what's funny is that it, when, once I started smoking weed in high school, that's actually when I mellowed out. Down. I mailed it out. Wow. And it wasn't the weed. It was more just... The girl who sold it to him used to jerk him off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think it also took the edge off. <laughs> Wait, but so the, 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 you were still popping pills in high school. I, I, well, they were still trying to give me the medication, but I was slowly not taking the medication. At this point, he's weed. taking Snoopy's, Tweety Birds, Patty yeah, Pancakes. Yeah, the goof troop. Now, <laughs> what, was, what was the... <laughs> <laughs> the tweeties, the pills, the reds, blues. What was the train? What was it? The, it was a diazepam. Diazepam. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been. You no. weren't taking that in high school anymore. No, I, so I, I, or not diazepam, sorry, that's volume. It was Tzoxan. I didn't start taking that till I was out of high school and I realized like, oh, I can get high off these medications that they'll, they're willing to prescribe me. So then I asked them for Tzoxan and then it was just like, then I was just a fucking tweaker. But when I was in high school, once I smoked weed, it kind of made me, you know how you have that, thing where you realize like 
oh, there's like a different space of consciousness I can inhabit yeah. than this sort of because like you still need lizard get, brain operation that I'm doing currently. And it, it, it still gave you a high because you, you, yeah. you weren't going to just get off of that. And it's, it's a just, stimulant type. At this point, you're, like, once you go on that Ritalin path, yeah. your body was like connected to some sort of an yeah, extra yeah, yeah. level, right? You needed that, right? Yeah. So, so totally. the only way to get off pills was to find something else. Yeah, and I think also just weed just chilled me out because I realized like, oh, like you don't have to, there's like, I don't have to take everything so seriously. You know, I mean, not that yeah. I was taking it seriously. And you knew more people that did it probably, changes right? your brain. How you many know? other people did fucking... Weed? Dino, Dunkaroos. What was it? What were you doing? <laughs> Dinopasm? <laughs> Dinopasm. What was it? No, what was it? I want to know what it is. It just is a very... Uh, it was, it was uh, Dizoxin. Yeah, who else is doing that? You, you Dude, can't bond over that. There's no Dinoxin par- parties, yeah, right? Dinoxin. Here's another big red You'll flag. never fucking get yeah. it right, bro. What is it? Dinoxin? <laughs> Fucking <laughs> Richard is a, Gere. This, what is this, it? You're giving up after two letters. Yeah. That's fine. You're that guy. This is the couch in the office of drugs. It's a huge red flag. If you can't pronounce the drug, you shouldn't take it. Yeah. 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 I, I can't. I can't repeat what you just said. I don't know what you said. Oh no. I, I you get really good at Dizoxin. Dizoxin. Okay. Now I'm in. Yeah. Uh, they produce that in Zizix on the way to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. and that's a lot of consonants. So who introduces you to weed? Um, and what we, was the first time you smoked? And I smoked. And I smoked. And I want to hear. And I want to hear it. Actually, some dudes. There was only. Uh, two black dudes at my high school and I, I went to them to buy weed because they listened to hip hop so I would talk to them about hip hop awesome. and they were like hey Joe we have weed do you want to buy some weed like you know and I was like fuck yeah dude Dr. Dre the chronic whatever <laughs> fuck yeah bro and they sold me these joints they sold me a bunch of joints they sold me one joint for $30 and it was leaves it was like it was all leaves. Like, it wasn't even weird. So I smoked that whole joint. I didn't get high, and then I went to a friend's you house. Don't be high your first time either, but that, that, I, that's, I believe you yeah. have leaves. And then um, I remember going to a buddy's house. I smoked um, some bomb. chronic. Yeah, smoked a bong load, and he goes, "Hey man, uh, I don't know if you don't feel it now, but eventually you might feel it." And I, I remember walking through his house and I went to this window I looked out the window and these two girls I went to high school with were, were in bikinis um, washing one of their cars What? and I just sat there baked for like 45 minutes watching it and some guy came uh, sat next to me we just stood there for maybe another half hour we, for like an hour and 15 minutes we just went and then yeah. that was when it was like at the end of that I was like I'm fucking stoned, dude. Yeah. Because this was the most entertaining thing that yeah, I had got, ever I seen. I wish I was SpongeBob SquarePants right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like the greatest show of all. I was just like, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened. But I didn't realize I was stoned. You know how it's like you got to like have some, there's like a space you like kind of pull back from. You're like, okay, yeah, I'm baked. Course. Well, I'm baked, but you maybe don't realize it yeah. right at first. Oh, know? the first time I uh, did it, um, I didn't realize how, so, something has to happen that kind of, makes you see what just happened yeah, yeah, yeah and then you go oh shit that was really dumb of me or <laughs> yeah i can't believe i did that or whoa you yeah. react to that thing after it's yeah. almost like a mirror is held up to your face like i went home first time i smoked uh, i was uh you know uh well first time was high school but it barely it's like sophomore year i took a hit of a joint but again didn't feel anything but it had a lot of energy so so, so i also think i probably just got excited because i did it and i was just like well, yeah. i'm super high but like nothing really happened and then uh, freshman year of college, I went back home to Seattle and I smoked with some buddies and went back home. And my mom, of course, you know, always makes so much food when I go back home and has it around. And she made a big thing of spaghetti and she meatballs. Knew. She knew it was coming. Oh. Well, she had a big thing of spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> and I get home oh. and it's one of those things I met up with all my buddies from 
high school yeah. and she just starts going and she's up she goes how how was it she goes and, and it's like four, four in the morning she it's wakes terrifying. up she's sleeping on the couch and, and I go fine good she goes she goes she goes who did you see just more and more questions I go oh you know Ben John yeah uh, Evan she goes how's Evan I go face for Evan she goes, he's Evan? <laughs> Says it back to me. And I hear myself. I go, I just said he's Evan. <laughs> and she goes, and then she goes, but who else was there? And I'm like, yeah. fuck, bitch. Like, God damn. Like, I'm like, Alan, Jess. It wasn't Watergate, ma. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, she goes, how's Alan? I go, he was there. <laughs> and, then she, Alan. and then she just goes, and I'm making food. I go, Mom, I just, I'm hungry. I'm tired. I just want to make some food and go to bed. Can you just, enough of the questions. She goes, okay, fine. <laughs> and then I make a giant plate of spaghetti meatballs, like as big, as if like the world's ending. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. And they came on the news They're and was like, get you. all the meatballs and spaghetti you can, because <laughs> shit's hitting the fan. I didn't mean that to rhyme, but it did. You know, and, uh, and so, so I make this giant plate. I put it in the microwave and I go sit down on the couch next to her. She goes, and I lay down on the couch. Just I'm like I, I just I need to lay down and I just didn't want to go upstairs and I wanted my my food's right there and I lay down and then she's just kind of like you know she's like all right well I'm kind of had a good time I go mom can you just stop talking and then about five ten minutes goes by and she just goes um are you gonna and then she walks over to the into the kitchen and I'm like oh fuck don't fuck with my fucking meatballs you know yeah and then I just hear her go you didn't turn the microwave on. <laughs> So I just made a giant place we had meatballs and put it in the microwave and then laid down. And she goes, and then I tried to commit to that and I go, oh, I thought you got the microwave that just recognizes the food. <laughs> she goes, what? And then I go, I'm hot. <laughs> and I went up, no, I said, well, I, in my head. And I go, I go, I go, I'll just eat breakfast tomorrow. And I went upstairs and I just, I left it. Uh, I was like, I can't deal with it anymore. But that was what, I, that was what stood out to me. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I put it in the microwave, didn't turn it on. She called me out for it. I go, okay, I'm too fucked up to be here. Yeah, there is something about when you have to deal with your parents. It's it's the level of intensity that if you had like 500 pounds of cocaine in your car and you're talking to the border patrol. Has that happened to you? That, I mean, just having to talk to yeah. my parents. Oh, yeah. I mean, one time um, I my friend got caught shoplifting. He got arrested. We were super baked. And we walked out. What were you he, shoplifting? Just snacks? he was he we I am so embarrassing. We were It'd be stealing, great if shoplifting a shopping cart. No, we were shopping stealing cart. cologne. <laughs> oh yeah, nice. That's <laughs> eighth, eighth grade polo we fort. Stealing, it was curve, not Tommy Hilfiger. Not not, yeah, close. It was Nautica, and uh, we were stealing cologne. I didn't do it. I got too. I was too baked. Luckily, the weed saved me. I put it back down. They apparently told him, "Hey, we were watching your friend. We saw him pick it up, put it back down. We were going to get him too." So I got out of that. We walk out, but they arrest him. And they were like, fuck, dude, what do we do? And he, he's crying. He's like, hey, guys, help me. Can you call my parents? We're all, fuck, no. You're not fucking calling anybody, bro. This is the Three Musketeers, motherfucker. Yeah. We, so we go, let's just go smoke more weed. And then, uh, we go smoke more weed. Got what to do. And I'm over at my friend's house. And my parents call, my dad calls what age my you? friend's house. We were probably 15. He cried at 15 getting caught? What a bitch. <laughs> yeah, he cried so I don't respect hard, this dude. guy now. He called, don't ever bring me around this guy. <laughs> but he was so baked, he called, apparently called my dad and told them that he had gotten arrested, hated come because my dad what? was the only lawyer he knew. That'd be great, too, if he called your dad. He's like, first and foremost, put some brownies in the oven. <laughs> meatballs, <laughs> meatballs spaghetti. Make sure you hit start on the microwave. He, he, he starts with this line, shit's hitting the fan. <laughs> Grab all the spaghetti and meatballs that you can. I heard that somewhere one time. 
<laughs> he called. Wait, so he thought your dad would help him get out uh, of a, yeah, a, an no, attempted out theft of the, out of the Macy's uh, jail. <laughs> yeah, we had a fifteen-year-old kill Nautica, like a fucking <laughs> five big to seven wig. for life. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, he he came in. My dad. But anyways, I had no. We had forgotten. Right, we had totally forgotten. Our friend had gotten arrested. So we're just sitting in my friend's you house. You forgot? Yeah, we completely forgot. We're fucking baked as shit. And then we get this call. <laughs> I smoked a lot of weed. Don't forget that. <laughs> and this dude, and it's my dad on so the hold answering this, machine. Make sure hold this up right. In front. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Boom. my dad on the answering machine being like, "Joe, give me a fucking call back. I don't know where you are. You need to call me back right now." How Which is parents the get worst pumped like this? Yeah, thing. I know. Dude, how right. many times? Real quick tangent. How many times have you seen your parents, step parents, like real fired up? Yeah. I've seen my dad and stepdad. Both, uh, maybe only twice ever. Step, uh, stepdad yelling at me once for some shit, so I'm fired up. And then saw my dad when a buddy of mine was drunk and tried to like put him in a in a friendly headlock. My dad said, "Get the fuck off me!" As a 72 year old man, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. And after my buddy had been pushing his buttons too, like we were oh, in Arizona on spring training. That? I won't amazing. say his name. He listens to the pod, but he know, yeah, you know who you are, motherfucker. But he sent that. a very sweet email back to to my dad, and and my dad was over it in two seconds. But my buddy's just you know, well, you look at your married dad, with two look, kids. Yeah. He was on the road on vacay. He was at, yeah. he, and he's such a fun loving uh, dude. And he had a couple drinks. Oh my god! And he was he was really and he he's a ball buster. But like you got to feel people out. Hey man, you ain't best friends with my dad. Like yeah. you can't just ball bust. Uh, 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 you know, your a veteran. Every inch of seventy two. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is with old men is they think they're as tough as the toughest they ever yeah, were, yeah, yeah. right? Like 25, 50 pounds heavier. In their mind, they still kick yeah. ass like also, that. Also, he's been in the war so doing open heart surgeries. He fucking lived with my yeah. mom. Like, he's been through some shit, you know? And he just, <laughs> you know, and uh, and he's, so he's really, and now my buddy's like, you know, and pushing his buttons and then a little, uh, you know, and my dad yelled, push, and like, did almost did this fucking like, as if he was like an offensive lineman, like getting out of a fucking, a swim like, move. yeah, swim move, <laughs> and shoved him off. And I thought he was going to square up. And great, anyway, man. so love so when you hear your folks get pumped up, like you know, you're probably it's the you're worst terrified. thing you could ever hear. It's yeah, when you're that stoned. I mean, I was oh that take that into consideration. I was so fucking scary, and it also meant yeah. I had to drive my car, and I had just ripped like three bong loads, and oh my, my friend God. was playing me Frampton Comes Alive. I was just in the I was going to get space. And yeah. now I'm in hell. Buzzkill. Yeah, your dad comes in I'm, hot. I'm d- and so I, have to I need drive a quick callback. I need a dad callback. <laughs> and I literally drove home thinking he knew that I had smoked weed and that's why he was calling. It wasn't until I got home that he goes, Michael got fucking arrested arrested, and you didn't call or tell anybody about it. And then I was like, oh yeah, Michael got arrested. Okay, this has nothing to do with me. And that was just relief. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he had called my dad, and I guess they didn't talk. <laughs> they yeah. didn't talk the whole ride home. My dad, your dad came, got him? My dad, dad came and picked him up. They got... In the car, drove home. He drove him home. Just my dad didn't yeah. say one fucking word. The to him whole the car time. just smelled like track hard noir. My dad's like, it wasn't even a good clone. <laughs> yeah, that, that's his one qualm. Yeah. Have you ever? What was the first time you smoked pot? Was it back in Albany? Yes. I I, I don't know if I remember the exact first time. It was just like you guys, I didn't get high the first time. Yeah. So then I got high like the third time. I remember my friend who had started smoking way earlier because. Parents were like Jehovah Witness, and they abandoned him. He lived with his grandmother upstairs. Everybody knew in middle school or high school, yeah. like the kid who like was like smoked or drank with his parents, yeah. and you were yeah. envious back then because you're like, you're so cool. Like I wish I got high. And then you know you meet him like now, and you're like, oh dude, you're still fucking bagging groceries at <laughs> yeah. Costco. He's like, I know, man, but I still get fucked up with my folks. You're like, yeah. hell yeah. Is it Devin Dason? <laughs> uh, I knew it was some weird name that isn't a name. Dason. You know, 
Yeah. yeah. And what is it's it about? Jason and Dave. <laughs> I combined them. Oh, you changed your name. Yeah, yeah the, man. The All parents right. got in a big fight over the name. That's how kids get mad too. Like they start fighting over the name. The name is Jason. <laughs> Dave David. Jason. <laughs> Dave Jason. Yeah. They got in a fight when they were all fucked up and he was like, don't I get any say in this? And they go, shut up, Dave. She goes, it's Jason. Yeah. That relationship ended with a diaper hitting the fucking wall and a guy being like, I'm fucking out of here. I told you to get an abortion. Three years later, that kid's smoking weed. The dad walks out though, but he says, don't you change that fucking channel. Like he wants his show to stay on when he, if he does come yeah. back. <laughs> and he Making also, weird demands when he leaves. Yeah, he also does it to Frampton's Come Alive. That's like the soundtrack of just shitty things happening. It is? I don't know. So... <laughs> All right, so you're so, with your buddy's buddy. Upstairs, he lives with his grandmother. He has no parents. The grandmother's downstairs. She's a Jehovah's Oblivious. Witness. Oblivious, in denial, and she's also be like, you shouldn't be smoking weed. You're like, shut the fuck up. She's like, okay. <laughs> oh, God. It was bad. <laughs> oh, God. He would say that to the grandma? He was just a fucking jerk. Oh, God. So Cursing at old ladies makes me so sad. Yeah. Like, it does, but you also have to realize that these, she didn't deserve it. She was so sweet. <laughs> Of course you didn't deserve it. I swear to God. <laughs> Mark's like, but, no, so, but some but of them. Also, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate a single holiday. So he got no birthday gifts, no Christmas, no nothing. So he was filled with rage and he had no parents. So he had nothing fun. Oh. He would literally, when she would try to keep her money and he wanted to go out, he would step on the air hose to her smoke ventilator and be like, I'll step off when I get the 20 bucks. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was bad. Oh. Yeah, totally. I was like, ask for 40 next time. You <laughs> <laughs> that did not happen. Know your worth. Like this could actually wind up. Our friendship ended when actually he stole a bunch from me. He's just a piece of shit. So, uh, but I got high with him first time. So playing, they're playing video games. They go, you need to do bong hits if you're gonna get high. So I go, oh, I'll take a bong hit. And I remember like taking a couple, and then all of a sudden I was standing up across the room. Then I was standing on the other side of the room. Then I was on the bed laughing. Then I was falling off the bed. Then I just was like, it was constant like jump cut, jump cut, jump cut, jump cut. Then all of a sudden we're at a Denny's and we're here. And so uh, then I was like, I did enjoy it though. But then, like, my third or fourth times, because I, I was on the football team, we we're all jocks, whatever. Yeah. And especially up there where everyone's like Italian, meat had all this shit. And back then, weed was considered crack cocaine. End of story. <laughs> so, you know, my friend Bobby Fish, who's a wrestler? Yes. So at the time, he was vehemently opposed to weed. Now he's smoked a couple times. I'm sure he's talked about it on podcasts. Um, so he's sitting there watching me take a bong hit. We're at my friend's house, and he's staring at me. And we're best friends at this point. Like, you know how close you can be with someone in high school? You stay at his house every day. Yep. Actually, no, we're freshmen in college now. And so uh, he's looking at me. He's like, so you just this is who you are now? I was like, I don't know. I kind of like it. He's like, yeah, okay. All right. He just fucking dives at me, <laughs> tackles me into a coffee table. The coffee table breaks on our back. We get in a gnarly fist fight. He's dead. <laughs> I mean gnarly. I mean punch, blow after blow. He's like, you've ruined your whole life. You crack it. Blah, blah. We're rolling. I end it with a fish hook somehow because he's a big ass motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. He stands up. He cries. He runs out of the house. <laughs> Now we can't find him because <laughs> he was drinking. We found him the next morning in the neighbor's van. <laughs> he crawled in the van and we're, we're both just like, sorry, dude. He's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and he just drove home. And years later, he tried weed. He, he didn't like that I smoked. But, yeah. But now it's, it's he, I think it's, you know. That's such a high school guy thing, too, to be like, I got to save my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Be so brave. Yeah. Do the right thing. Yeah. yeah did you have, yeah. Who were, uh, are you still buddies with your high school buddies? Uh, yeah, a lot of my high school friends. And they know. weren't on pills and stuff either? No, I mean, I think that's what kept they trying me from to get the pills dying, from you? Yeah, is oh. that like, I didn't have, I didn't know anyone who yeah, did Yeah, what was drugs. your rock bottom before you went to rehab? Oh, dude, it was like two years of rock bottom. I'm sure. I mean, w well, I got, um, there was one time where I was, I got fucked up after a college test. I got super drunk 
and fucked up on pills and uh, I went out on my friend's balcony while he was playing guitar and there's all these people and I started dancing for them. It was like it was like the vans. It was like it was like some corporate park and there's like dancing ten, for the there's like ten people there's like ten people out there smoking what cigarettes. What was your dance move? I was just fucking Wait. doing like a strip tease. Strip completely naked. They're fucking cheering. <laughs> Taking pictures, like cheering me on. And then at one point, it was a third floor uh, apartment. I got off on the balcony, was holding myself like this, dangling my dick off the balcony. <laughs> oh, Jesus, dude. And uh, and then I... This is the I, start of fried green tomatoes. <laughs> and then I got back, went uh, into the apartment, and they were just like standing ovation, yeah. crushed. They loved it. And then... Um, I basically went back inside and at some point, maybe like five minutes later, there's a knock on the door. It's like, open up. It's police. My friend's like, Joe, fucking stay here. Stay here. And I'm like, like, police what? I'm like, no, no man, that's not a name. <laughs> Is this Dason? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so so uh, they go, police. Open up. He's like, Joe, stay here. I'm like, nah, dude, I got it, dude. I totally got it. And of course I walk outside and they go, can you step outside? And I step outside. They immediately put me in cuffs. Yeah. And um, I'm Wait, so in your pants boxers. Still. Okay, yeah. I'm oh in boxers God. and sandals, and they go. <laughs> That's an arrestable look, by the way. <laughs> and, yeah, every I'm, guy on cops has been in boxers and/or sandals. It's perfect. <laughs> no shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think no shirt. Up. Yeah, you're wearing the boxers. arrest wardrobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> they're like, oh, good. Okay, great. This season, perfect. when you're you, getting arrested, when you're getting cuffed, make sure you're wearing these boxers and these yeah. sandals. Yeah, you're not passing go in boxers <laughs> and sandals. <laughs> You're going directly to. <laughs> You're not collecting anything. And uh, yeah, so they 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 fucking took me in, and I asked them, "Hey, can you give me uh, some? Cl- can I, you know, put on some clothes?" Yeah. And they said, "Have your friend go get you some clothes." So my friend didn't want me to give me his clothes because he didn't want his clothes going to jail. So he gave me his girlfriend's running shorts. Remember those ones? <laughs> you know those his ones Richard that have the Simmons, little yeah. V. Yeah. They have the huh? little V. Yeah, exactly. The Richard Simmons running shorts. And a, and a and a bright yellow Brazil soccer jersey. <laughs> you get to jail. You're like, come on, everybody, we can do it. We can lose some weight. Believe in yourself. You start dancing for more pills. <laughs> Anybody got anything left? So I'm sitting in, the, in that jail cell, and it's, and it's freezing, fucking cold. I mean, it's like a. It's so you know, cold the, in jail, isn't it, it? dude? Nobody tells like, you that. It's like you know the the the. the says, milk, bring a sweater. It's no. like the milk area no in Costco. In have you ever gone to the milk area or the produce section in Costco? What it's a like great that way to describe prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The milk area in Costco, it is fucking freezing there. Yeah. It's so fucking It's cold. always so cold. Yeah, and you're yeah. always like, that's why when it's like, you know, anytime, now that I'm just thinking about it, when I would go to Costco with my mom and she's like, all right, I'm going to get some bread and some shrimp and uh, you get some yeah. snacks and then, uh, oh, and if you want to go grab some milk. And I was like, well, come with me. No, fuck that. You know, yeah. <laughs> nobody wants to go to that no aisle. Nobody wants to go in the milk aisle. Yeah, yeah. So I was in there and I passed out. Okay, pass out. I'm by myself in this cell. I go, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake up, and they're gonna let me out. And by the way, the, the police officer said, "Hey, dude." Um, he goes, "Do you know that like you could have been charged with a sex crime?" And I go, "No, no, no, dude. Like what?" And he I goes, stuck to landing. He goes, "He goes, don't worry. <laughs> they're not gonna charge you." I go, "Man, I was just. They were laughing. They were having a good time." He goes. I know they said it was hilarious, but they were worried you were going to die yeah. and they called the cops. They thought you were going to fall. Yeah, of course. And so that's why they called the cops. They, they're like, hey, this guy's drunk. Like, he's cool, but <laughs> he's going to fucking die. 
Yeah. Oh my. Uh, so God. that's what kept me from getting charged with basically like indecent exposure. Yeah, that's always or some fucked shit. up because there's kids down at PB that get caught pissing in public, and it's yeah. up to them to decide they get put on a sexual yeah, yeah, yeah. website or like people streak in in college yeah, and weird yeah, shit yeah. you know i was like 21 is just fucking stupid but um yeah no no sexual predators wearing a this isn't weinstein this isn't yeah. weinstein level yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly wow, so so i wake up in this jail and i wake up to probably the gnarliest diarrhea sound i've ever like a dude is basically dying on the toilet and yeah, I turn around always. there's in the toilet, 45 like, what is it about that illegal immigrants standing over me and I'm the only bench I'm completely laid out passed <laughs> out and they're all standing up they like they like raided a camp in down in somewhere in San Diego oh arrested all the illegal immigrants put them in the jail cell with me they're just standing around one dude is he's sick and he's like right next to my head so i wake up and they're just standing over me and i'm sleeping i'm like hey you could sit here and so anyways that's how I'd yeah your first time in jail you're immediately i've only been arrested one time but within one second like they open the door and i look over and there's just a black guy running for toilet paper <laughs> that's that's rolling across the floor so my first vision is just a big black dick with balls yeah and a fucking guy like shit got away from me dog and then fucking like <laughs> guys like oh what the fuck and then it's like look in the corner the toilet wasn't flushing so yeah it's filled oh, with shit i go God. this is gonna be a and no one day. has any shame it's like it doesn't i remember looking at the dude and he looked me right in the eyes as you're shitting and he just went like this yeah like he just gave me that yeah. Wah, wah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like, what? Oh, sorry, sorry, Joel. sorry, bro. That's all, you know, folks. Yeah, yeah. it's all from a spot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you need a spot, dog. Need help up? We doing hack squats? What are you doing here? Yeah, but it's it's scary. And then they were they were like rotating in people from jail. And I remember one guy came in and he goes, "Hey, you!" And he stood up and he walked. And he was in the yellow orange scrubs. And he walked oh, over God. and he's like, "Hey, you!" He's like, "No, no, no!" He came over. He goes, "Your name's Tannen." Or said some fucking oh, crazy shit. name. I go, no, it's Joe. He's like, oh, okay. And just walked away. I, thought, I was like, this way, is when me, I that, die. Yeah, to me, that I feel like that's uh, 60- Seven percent of prison is guys <laughs> yeah. thinking. Other, it's like it's like a Absolutely. big. It's like a big Buffalo Wild Wings yeah. at twelve forty-five yeah. before it closes at one. Guys coming yeah. in, getting a little too sauced up, a little too aggro, and being like, "Are you tanning?" Yeah, yeah. I'm Jeff. All right, chill. <laughs> you said you pick up the tab. You took <laughs> yeah, off, dog. Yeah. Guys accusing guys or miss miss yeah. uh, assessing. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tannen and then uh, what did Tannen do? Doesn't that make you? Care? I mean, you're I don't relieved know if they were best like, friends. I don't know if they were mortal enemies. There's so many stories that are unresolved in prison. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's also when you get thrown in jail now. Like back then, you knew phone numbers. You get thrown in jail now. They take yeah. your phone. You're you, fucked. You, you got to call your childhood best friend. <laughs> like, yo, Jeff still live there? No. Okay. Yeah. Are you still two zero six three two three six three? Yeah. And so I remember like, when I was in there too, just not you, got, like, you do get one phone call, huh? You get a, yeah. actually there's a phone in there with the shortest cord ever. It's like four inches long, so you make a phone call with your head like up against the dirtiest wall ever. Right. And so then you just start calling bonds people, and you finally get someone on the phone in the middle of the night. And you're like, "Hi, Betty." She's like, "I know where you are. I don't know who you are, but I'll come get you." You're like, "Thank God." She's like, "I'll be there in seven hours." She's like, "Oh, great." Oh God. So finally, she comes to get you too. Remember, also they don't pick up the first time; they pick up like the thirtieth time. So I remember when she finally picked up, I was joking around with her. I was trying to go, yo, any guys mind if I use you as a reference on a job right now? <laughs> <laughs> Did one guy oblige? Yeah, people were laughing. Then there's one guy in there too. Like, is there a good is there a good like rapport in prison? Fuck no. No. <laughs> no. The thing yeah. the thing you like pick up on is how many people are in jail just because they're You've got dumb, two hours to get a tattoo. Stupid. Or you're dead. Yeah. Then also I remember <laughs> 
Then there's two. The, the only uh, job in prison to do, I realize, is because you want to cry. Like, you're just like, I fucked up. I know my life has been out of control lately. And all of a sudden, you're in the place that lets you know that you're about to spend a ton of money. You don't know the outside world at all. You're around a bunch of very dangerous people, so you want to cry, but your only job is to not cry because there was one guy who started crying to his wife, <laughs> and he was in pajamas. <laughs> and I, I remember his, his opening sentence. He goes, <laughs> he goes, I fucked up again. <laughs> Dude, I cried like I cried like crazy on the way to the to the. And gym. you're watching this guy being yeah. like, "Don't be that guy." But he knew a comedian friend <laughs> yeah. of ours. He knew. Uh, I, I forget. I want to say it was like Brent Morton or something. And then we got talking. And it, he was in Tweety Bird footy. Tweety Bird footy. <laughs> fucked up. What are, what, are, what do you put on your feet? I don't even know because I'm a man. Yeah. What are, yeah. what are those footies? Footies. 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 What do you keep on your feet? Amanda, what, is- what do you put on your feet? The warm, comfortable thing. Not slipper? socks. Pa- slipper. He was in Tweety Bird slippers. <laughs> yeah, wait, 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 wait. Let's go back. I don't know what slippers are called because I'm a man. I've fuck? never put on any slipper on my foot. Uh, Would you respect that? Enough? Enough? <laughs> you looked up like, got the slippers on. <laughs> <laughs> Not once ever. I guess they are a woman I thing. wouldn't go home and see my no. dad if I wore them. Well, see, I know my stepdad has house shoes, he calls them, which yeah. are basically men's slippers. Yeah, absolutely. But your dad's not a butcher from upstate. He, <laughs> he would find out I wore him like, I heard you wear slippers. <laughs> you're cut out of the wheel. Your gay, your gay brother's back in. <laughs> so he's in pajamas, oh, slippers. Shit. I go, what happened here? Why are you back? He goes, I got a DUI eight years ago. And I just, I was at home on the couch watching the game. I want another six pack. He goes, I drove two blocks and got a DUI. So he was just on the couch and all of a sudden oh. in jail. You know, he's like a straightforward dude. Oh my oh, no. God! Damn. I yeah. cried like crazy on the way there. You did? I did, and I remember trying to. You were fifteen though. No, 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 19? dude! I was twenty-one. Oh, 21. I was crying on the way there, and I thought I could talk my way out of it. I told the cop, "I go, my dad's a Navy SEAL, and he beats me." I don't know why that popped in my head. I go, and he beats me, and that's why I do drugs. And then he didn't say a word to me. And right before, right as we were pulling into the station, he goes, "You're gonna want to stop crying now." <laughs> that's awesome. These are good cops. They also like when you got, when you shut the door and, and he went in there. They, the two cops were like, "Love that kid, <laughs> dancing naked, doing his thing." Oh yeah, crying for no reason. Because you're a harmless criminal. They I, see yeah. some yeah. shit. You're like you're flipping. No, they didn't charge around. me with anything. I didn't even get a drunk in public. You're gonna stop. I ripped these. When I got arrested, I ripped the cops just apart. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you of think, course you did. Do you yes, think yes. every? Yeah. And I bet you did it well and articulately. And I bet they thought. I bet they thought about what you said. <laughs> I, you're good at that. You're good. when you're a straight shooter and direct, and you're yeah. fired up, and you're like, "This needs to be said." Yeah. They hit on the girl I was with. They were like, because they were both Asian and she was Asian, and they were pissed that I was white. And I was like, and then when I got the car, I go, she'll never fuck you. Because like, why would you hang out with a guy like this who would fucking drink and get behind the wheel? I go, and I looked at him. I go, she got the last round of shots, assholes. I go, fucking don't act like I'm a danger to her. This girl's a fucking. Yeah, anyway, so she's a disaster. And she, and so then I go, I was like, she would never fuck you. I go, just so you know, I go, I saw you hitting on her and ask her for her phone number. I go, as soon as I'm out of here, I'm gonna eat her pussy. And they were so <laughs> <Jesus>. angry. <laughs> I was livid. Dude. Yeah. Because they were just like, yeah, and it was also like fucking obviously I'm talking. And what are they gonna do? You can't arrest somebody for talking shit, right? Can I'm ta- you? I'm talking I, about I, that's what I was gonna ask. Like I'm talking just... about a fucking obviously they try to give me a DUI and then they uh so they're like, you have to blow into it. And I had just, I had one drink and one shot because mm. she came to the end of the show in downtown San Diego. Yeah, yeah. So I knew I was on the edge because it was also a big shot. Yeah. So I go, I just have to get my blood thing down. I go, I looked at her, I was like, I'm going to, I go, I have, I need time. Because the way to get out of it, if you're on the edge, is to do the blood draw because it happens in about two hours. So I knew what, once I got out of, this nurse comes to the station, it's two hours later, I, I know I have nothing in my system. But because I was an asshole to the cops, <laughs> this phlebotomist comes in and she takes my blood. And I go, and I was still being a dick because I was mad about that. I'm hitting on her. I go, 
can't wait to get out of this shit. And she took it and dropped it on the ground, and it broke on the ground. And then she went in the bathroom and came out, and she goes, we're all set here. And I was like, fuck you, fat bitch. Blah, blah, blah. And they oh. set me up on it, and I couldn't, there's nothing I could do. Yeah, it was crazy. But I, uh, if I had, but the lesson here isn't, because now I'm done with it. It's years later, and yes. it's behind me. And it did teach me a lot. It really did. I sold my car after that. I go, I go I'm going to Uber everywhere. That's right. Uber started breaking. I go, I'm I knew you at this point, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, totally. It was yesterday. No. <laughs> <laughs> You've been through a lot. It was 24 hours. three or four years ago. I don't yeah. remember. So I think it'll be four years in December. But it did teach me, like, don't do anything illegal. Because even the two drinks, I was on the edge and probably if I had done a breathalyzer in the field, it was doing something illegal. Yeah. But now I don't do anything illegal. Yeah, yeah. you've, you've, uh, you, you, there, look, yeah. everyone's, I think whether you think you have or not has gone through some, I don't yeah. know if traumatic is the right word, but like stuff where you have a, you have a choice in the matter to, to um, push something that doesn't need to be pushed or put yourself in a situation that doesn't, you don't need to be in. And then, and also you get to choose whether or not you are reflective or learn from what you did. And you've yeah. been real good about and that. They're over, and that, you know, what I went into them on too, I go, I go, you guys know you're over patrolling these DUIs. It shouldn't be two, 20 grand. It should be like 10. You pay the thing, but it's like ruining people's lives. And there's articles on it, like the courts now with DUIs, it's the only thing where it's the entire range of people in the United States. And they're also not patrolling other things because so it's so expensive that that's all they're looking for. Yeah. Because I've been pulled over in Hollywood here before I got it. I was definitely dipping my toe in danger constantly. And this uh, bike cop just took my ID, stuck his nose one inch from my nose goes how many drinks have you had actually it was coming from your house at the old place <laughs> oh shit and we had just taken a big ass bong hit I mean a big one <laughs> and so then we like finished ping pong these are my bong rip days I got you know your old apartment yeah I took a right and got pulled over right away what yeah kitty corner to pinks so I'm I go nothing and he goes he just goes have a good night and hand my, my ID back so there's over like you're just looking for a DUI it's oh, like yeah. that shouldn't be right Dude, it isn't right. I remember a time I, I driving back from San Diego, I got pulled over uh, and my car just reeked of weed and I like tried to overcompensate. And it was one of those things where it's like, I mean, look, and I've gotten tickets for things and, and uh, you know, that, that I, that the cop was just being a dick. But like sometimes you do find a guy that just goes, I know you're doing some shit, but like I'm in not a bad mood and you're being somewhat cooperative and like he could see I was overcompensating with my eyes where I was like trying to not be high so I'm just like widening them up so big yeah. so literally the window rolls down and just imagine somebody just tweaking out looking at you with their pupils as wide as possible being like what up you know? <laughs> also don't say what up like evening yeah. officer like yeah. some sort of like you know uh, verbiage that is uh, that they're accustomed to and so what up with the eyes wide and he just goes what's going on and I go just driving, living. Okay, dude. Are you fucking gonna read me a poem? Are you trying to? Are you trying to freestyle right now? And uh, this is. I'm assuming what he's thinking. And then he just goes. He goes. Smells good in there. Oh Jesus. And I go. Oh. I go. Yeah, it does. What? Yeah. 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 Just confirm. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Right. Just go yeah. Full Doc Holly at that point. Like Johnny Tyler, you mad cat. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, and then I say back to him. Hey, are you tanning? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so he goes. Uh, he goes. Uh, uh, he got license registration. I had all the shit. I did that part very well. Mm -hmm. I did the part I was supposed to do. You give me your weed license. <laughs> <laughs> I give my subway stamp card. <laughs> you gonna stamp two more of those? <laughs> I'll split the foot long with it. And so he uh, he looks at my shit and he just goes, shakes his head, and just goes, "Fucking be careful." Yeah. And drive faster. Wow. Because I was doing like forty. That's know. not gonna happen anymore. <laughs> yeah, on the now, freeway. The revenue because of Uber, all the revenue for DUIs is down in California. Yeah. They were running on the shit, so now they're gonna start busting people for weed. Do not do that again, I'm telling you. I know. It's not a good day. I know. And the munch well, the munchies in prison, you ain't getting good food. <laughs> 
did you actually get a meal? They gave me, I think, a microwave. Yeah, this orange. guy named Tannen. Yeah, he got the, yeah, the last of his butthole. Orange. Yeah, a microwave orange. Yeah, what is the prison food? Dude, it's an orange and a bologna sandwich that you would never eat. You're like, okay, now I'm under your mind control. No, <laughs> a microwave orange, dude. <laughs> it had no water in it. People peeled it, and it fucking like we became dehydrated. <laughs> a wildfire started. <laughs> oh, that's funny. No, and they, I remember they opened the cell too. I mean, it's the worst daily. They opened the cell. And the guards won't get in the cell. There's 20 people whose like lives are online besides you, and they just threw food at us like a lion. Yeah, and it was just—I mean, literally yeah, bou- bouncing off our heads like thank you. It was actually like one <laughs> yeah, you of the- still want to seem appreciative, right? Yeah, totally. You're like maybe if I say thank you for the warm orange, they'll give uh, me like a you know cold dude, cold soup. And at that point, you're in survival mode, so you're you're fully committed to the retard character, so no one beats you up like thank peanut. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you're dumbing down everything, yeah. So nobody comes at you. So they, because even in prison, you're like, there's some sympathy or what? I think there's a little bit. So if you come in with an ego, like I own this fucking cell, well, someone's gonna. You're it's gonna... more if you're retarded. No one wants you to join their gang too. So you're just left alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody wants to, to have yeah. sex you, with the retarded. If guy. you act retarded in prison, you're white. You've besmirched the Aryan race's name. <laughs> They're not claiming you, dude. But that, I mean, that's one of the things you pick up on immediately. It's just like everybody's retarded. Like it's like. Oh yeah. There's a lot of people that are, you know, in trouble with drugs. There's a lot of people. Uh, well, look at some of these Trump supporters stupid. that get like FaceTime on TV. Yeah. Like I don't know if it was this wow. Kimmel piece he oh just did God. where he sent this guy to a Roy Moore um, rally or something. But like some of these people that are, he was just like, and the guy's character was just be so anti, you know, and very pro Roy Moore. It was like Roy Moore, and he was like, he's like, as long he's like, he's like, dude, he's like, well, you gotta go for Roy Moore, and he's like, he's like, so what? He assaulted these teenage girls, and he had all these allegations, and he's, he rape. He goes, he goes, he's not a Democrat, and the people are like, that's he what I'm come. saying. Yeah, yeah. was yeah. that? I said he didn't come. Oh, yes. is, that their, is that their argument? <laughs> he never come. <laughs> Everybody knows that about good old Roy. Too. And they're just, all of them are just the worst looking people. It's like Mr. Potato Head, but they left the mouthpieces in the sun for three days. Like, <laughs> like everyone's mouth just is so fucked much up. Yeah, so like, they much. couldn't find any hair, so they used like ears for hair. Yeah. <laughs> just tons of lip licking. Like they oh, just love oh, licking. Oh, God. Yeah, it really is like they fit the bill, dude. Was, I mean, look, yeah. I, I know at least the ones now that are still diehard sticking to the cause. Like, yeah. look, I know some people that they vote for Trump that were like good like just you know at the yeah. get from the get go, but at this point, no. At this at this stage, nah, like you can't do it. You you yeah. you're you are like what we're describing. It's like and that's who I've come into contact with, and that's who you're seeing portrayed. And like yeah, and those people make the people in jail look like geniuses. Absolutely, 100%. I mean the people in jail. It's just like there's no they're other place up. to put them. They're so stupid. They can't. They could never do a Should job. Should put Trump supporters in jail? Yeah, I mean, man. that's an interesting. Mark had a great Mark, idea. Mark would be down Mark, for that. Mark had a great idea the other day. We were just, um, just you know, having a nice conversational rant about Trump and this and that. And I was saying how this thing that Seth Meyers uh, showed of him on the phone. I think it was with a German prime minister or somebody, but he was giving somebody like updates, and he had like papers, and he was doing a three screen Skype, and he was like a, an old grandpa rambling, like on. A, so he was like, "We've been." Uh, you know, doing, doing, getting the uh, the nuclear stuff. That's uh, going good, and we had the wall still coming. So we're gonna get that. That'll be great. And um, you know, we had Halloween here, which is fun. The kids were uh, all real fired up about it. It was great. And uh, what, uh, what else? Well, it's just rambling and just being. And this is uh, so in the uh, the tax. There's a very big uh, uh, break coming for the um, for the. Uh, so that'll be great. You know, and he's just like just rambling. And and Mark goes. 
to get out of these conversations and avoid these sound bites. Because he doesn't want to do it. He just needs to like say when they're like, hey, we got the prime minister on the phone. Or he's about, what was it? He's about to call him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he calls and then Donald picks up and goes, hey, well, you know what, man? I got to take a shit. I'll call you back. <laughs> and then never call him back. <laughs> Nobody ever stops you if you're like, I got to take a shit. And you get off the yeah. phone. No one's going to be like, well, hold on or take me with you. You know, like yeah. they, go, they, yeah. they understand and they go, cool. And then you never call back. And then they go. Donald, why didn't you call uh, 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 Israel back? And he goes, my mom called. You know, yeah, yeah. Or some sort of like, you know, somebody you else. Him, yeah, you see him three months later, like the my Paris Peace called. Agreement, like at the Paris Peace Agreement three months later, and like, dude, you never called me back. He goes, oh, fuck, I forgot, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep kicking the can That's, down the road. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I, I mean, I feel like it's we're in this constant, like, waiting game right now for something. But at the same point, like, man, with these – Natural disasters and the wildfires and stuff—it just seems like on no one every, gives a fuck about any of that. that. On, what, yeah, on every cylinder, it seems like the chaos is rising yeah. to the top of the pan. You know, Matt Lauer and now going it, down. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he really is. a People are throwing that. I mean, and that is a big deal. But you know, but yeah, it's like it, it's on all fronts where it's like, you know, public figures and then like natural disasters and politics and the. I mean, it's all just kind of coming to shit's hitting the fan. Grab as much yeah. as you can. You said it earlier. <laughs> I think he's going to reach a point to even like an alien comes on TV, reveals himself, and goes, I'm out. Oh, he he goes, you guys, in, I was yeah. trying to fucking learn about you guys. This yeah. is too much. He goes, I'm going back to, to Zybar. You. I came here to destroy you guys. No, I got to help. This is awful. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are wrecked. We're not taking you over. We're going to leave you here in a little bit better shape. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys watch Meth Storm on HBO? No, I, I can't watch that. <laughs> what the oh, fuck dude, is that? You have so to watch good. it all in one day. Like, uh, no, I watched it in watch pieces. Seven episodes. I watched it in pieces, Did but you? I mean, just talking about Trump supporters, it made me think of that. Because then you watch that and you go, "Okay, I see why these people could be easily swayed." But yeah. I, I doubt those people are registered now. That and I think back about to it. the Trump supporter thing too. It's like the women who are backing these people. You see them, and then you see that they're next to their husbands. And you know, chemically, that's the same gender. You eat enough like KFC chicken with the hormones. You drink on the couch. You sit on the same lazy boy next to each other. You watch enough Wheel of Fortune. You become the same gender. Yeah, like, that doesn't look like a. I don't see the difference between them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. No, yeah. no, no. She's lost all femininity. Yeah, she has. She just. But the thing is, too, it's like they're just mad. Like they're connecting to his hate, and you go, "What's yeah. that hate about?" I hate when people are like, "They're not racist." There's very good people that aren't racist, and yeah, maybe, but a lot of them voted for him because they're racist. Yeah, and they just don't vote the way we do. Adam, you were talking about a couple weeks ago, like, I think social media has made it worse. They go, oh, you think you're having such a great life? You go, no, I pay my rent, my rent three times late each year. Like, it's not that great out here, but I think they see people on the coast like, oh, you're having so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better than us. And they just see how we vote, and they go, I'm voting the opposite. And that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck those people. Yeah. Fuck everybody, you know? That's that should be, you know, Whoopi. Fuck Whoopi. Damn, what Wh- happened with Whoopi, though? That's Point my- at you. Oh, you tell me what happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I think she's still down. She. Joe, um, I think you should reach out. I think next time you come on this podcast, there should be some sort of a an attempted result. Okay. On your part. Yeah, yeah. and and because this I'll was great, that. we should do this again. I feel like there's. Yeah. I mean, we got into some some great stuff, but we I feel went like deep. this is. Yeah. We went deep. I appreciate you opening up about that stuff. And, and look, not only just for comedic purposes, but you know that is one of the, I think the best parts about, you know. Um, you know us being comedians oh, yeah. is being able to look at things that are fucked up yeah. and find the the light side totally. uh and and also be reflective uh about it and, and uh, the yeah. next time we get together we'll dig into the uh whoopee files yeah the whoopee files that, i'm serious though if you could reach out too. There's, there's a lot, lot of rehab there's oh. a lot of rehab stories too so we've had a good next, um, we've had a good time. amount of rehab stories on here but i feel like yours well i went to one where everybody was court ordered out of prison so it was pretty interesting court ordered out of prison 
Yeah, like so they go, we're releasing you, but you've got to go to this treatment center. So they were coming there directly from prison. That was like all the people I was staying and with. And this is a house with regular locks on it too, right? It was just like an apartment, yeah. Oh, is this where you met also Fernando? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the dude that had, <laughs> yeah, this guy. Describe this guy. This dude, uh, this dude like basically slept on a couch for, uh, for like maybe a three week, almost a month. He was just sleeping on his couch, coming off meth. And then finally, everybody's got to go to group. Nobody could get him to go to group. Finally, he shows up to group <laughs> and he starts talking, <laughs> immediately starts crying, starts describing. Was he this, wearing footsies? <laughs> no, he was uh Tweeber PJs. He was a dude, he was I mean it's he's hard to explain, but he had a ponytail, uh pretty sweet mustache. Okay, so he's off the couch in the meeting. He's off the couch in the meeting, uh and he's uh <laughs> he starts crying and describing this uh incident that happened in Mexico. He's working on a construction site and they accidentally killed a guy on the construction site <laughs> and rather than tell anybody about it, they just buried him. Fuck. They just buried him he in the construction site. Yeah. And we were just sitting there like... He confessed that? I'm biting my fucking lip. I'm trying not to laugh so hard. Because this dude hasn't said two words. And then he comes out with the most epic story I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the first time he opens his mouth. Oh, so you don't chalk that up to drugs. That's just you. Yeah. At that point. It's like... <laughs> well, no. He was saying yeah. like his guilt about this thing... Led to the drug addiction. Led to the drug addiction. But it was pretty... Yeah, so anyways. that was already rolling. If you bury a dead guy that gets killed, like, I wanted to find out yeah, where that's it was. already inside of you. You don't need an extra push. <laughs> yeah, the drug addiction is also rolling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're trying to play defense in the fourth quarter, you don't need Gatorade. You're either going to do it or you're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I wanted to like find out where it was so I could go down there and just when people were there, I'm like, you know, there's a fucking dead body here. You should somewhere yeah. underneath this. Cathedral. Yeah. Cathedral. Can he also? What was some of his other stories? Oh too? yeah, and then uh, he had lit. He apparently had like lit a crib on fire. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, you can't do that when he was smoking. Accidentally lit a crib on fire with a baby in it. Oh my god! When he god. was smoking crack. Also, why are you under? Why even under the crib? I don't know, dude. I think he was just like near it. I mean, who the fuck knows? Yeah, dude, you're not making all the right decisions if you're smoking crack around the baby. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you right. like a. You're not going A to B. You're going A to C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going yeah. C to P. Right, you didn't just get a. Pro you weren't celebrating a promotion. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you were though. Hey, you don't know how this guy celebrates. Yeah. I'm just saying he probably wasn't killing. And what we're listening life. to right now is the origin story of George Perez. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it could be. Um, well, thanks, guys. Yeah, dude, this cool. is great. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Okay, um, yeah, a lot of fun. Where can people find you on social media? At Joe Sinclitico, J O E S I N C L I T I C O. Twitter and uh, Instagram. Cool. You can find me tagged in Joe's tweets. <laughs> Tannen.com. <laughs> what do you post on, on Instagram? Uh, I mean, pi just pictures. Stuff. Oh. Oh, shit. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a novel idea. Yeah. That's Tootie? a different. Sunsets, yoga. Yoga? Yoga. Do you post yoga pics? Uh, I posted one yoga pic. A lot of me vaping. I'm a pretty. You're a big vapor. Pretty. Mm. Yeah. Intense vapor. Yeah, but that's that's where you get your that's your fix. That's my fix. You need one. That you we need all one. Yeah. Need, like that a, and food, and yeah. caffeine. Yeah. What's your go to food? And uh, high powered rifles. What? <laughs> Shit. Do you go to the range? <laughs> no, I don't really. I have a high powered rifle. <laughs> I just feel like in general people that are obsessed with guns, it's kinda like porn. 
Like it's like They're they don't in. really do anything with it. They're just like, look at this fucking rifle. You know what I mean? Like they're holding it like I don't fuck this is rifle. <laughs> it never so, got testicular cancer. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one time I uh the last time I shot a gun where there was a lot of repercussions. I was waiting to. I went. My mom dropped me off. Wait, there was a lot. The last time where there was a lot of repercussions. There was a time before that with minimal repercussions. Let let me separate those. (laughs) All right. So I've been to a range and done that stuff, but um, and shot the targets. But the only time where I got reprimanded for uh, for firing, you know, because in the range and stuff, that's what you're there for. Yeah, yeah. they set you up. They want. But this was just a. My mom dropped me off at Scott Vaughan's house, and then uh, his mom Kathy was going to take us to the roller skating party in sixth grade. So I'm very fired up. There's a girl I was looking to ask to do the, uh, the uh, there's, you know, there's, you got all skate, you got girls ask, guys ask, you yeah. got shoot the duck, right? All these things. There's a girl, I'm like, I'm going to ask her. I'm wearing the t-shirt that doesn't, you know, that, that, that hide some of my, you know, tits. And I'm wearing my, my cool, my, uh, my fluorescent arm bracelets. I'm like, this is going to be the year. And, uh, and I'm sitting there waiting in Scott's room and he's got this giant bear. Like, you know, those, the bears that you can get at the fair or like some toy shop or they have them on displays at like a, a Bed Bath & Beyond just the giant like if you're a kid yeah. you sleep on this bear it's like it looks like an actual bear but it's a stuffed animal if you don't have a dad you call it dad <laughs> <laughs> this thing's chilling in the, hit the corner of his room and there's a bb gun across the way and i pick up and i dude i didn't know he had a fucking bb gun i just saw a gun i'm in the sixth oh, grade i was like oh yeah, yeah boom yeah. boom boom i'm making the noises boom boom i pull the trigger i point it right at the bear there's no reason for me to shoot this bear there's no reason for me to pick up the bb gun i literally his mom's in the other room scott's getting ready whatever i pick up the gun i hold it right at the bear i fire it bb goes right off in the middle dude it was literally in the middle of this heart i saw this shit in slow-mo bear explodes <laughs> stuffing oh, every like just shot it boom you hear like a and then just bear goes <laughs> in slow-mo there's fucking like and his mom i just hear her go what the fuck yeah. and then scott runs in goes my bear or it would have been great if he was like dad you know yeah. and, uh, and he goes and there's this stuffing like falling down and i'm holding the gun still and like what should i just in a panic settled in so i didn't drop it you know out of just uh yeah. you know uh the situation taken over and he comes in he's like what'd you do i was like i was just holding the gun you know and then yeah. fucking, you know and i was like and then i fucking put the trigger and yeah. like Somewhere out there, Winnie the pooped his pants. I'll tell you that. And he just leave the house. <laughs> so his mom dropped me off at home. She wouldn't even take me. So here's another situation of like, you know, principal saying, you got to get this kid on Ritalin and not expelling you. This mom was like, he can't, made the decision of he can't go to the skating party. And I love my mom. Oh. This is why Putin's the shit. I remember she dropped, uh, this woman dropped me off and was like, he blew up my son's, Scott's bear. And my mom was like, <laughs> Why don't you drop him off at the skating party? Like, how did, why, does, why do you get to decide that he can't go? You know? As so my mom fucking, she, she goes, get in the car. We're going to the skating party. And yeah, she fucking yeah. dropped me off. And I remember seeing Scott on the thing. And like, if I was a true gangster, I would have done shoot the duck and done like a fucking bull. Like, yeah. held up a gun and been like, boom. You know? She like, drops out the skating party holding like a, a, hair, a hair dryer and a fucking. <laughs> 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 you know, I, I don't know. Something she made A out picture of, of the bear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the raggedy anyway, carcass. Anyway. Um, all right. Well. Oh, my, my website. Yeah. Cool. It's uh, adamraytv.com. <laughs> Just bought it today because yours expired, bitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you can have it back for 300 bucks. <laughs> the Weinstein Deal. Company. Deal. It's, it's uh, markscommy.com. Yep. Everything's on the front page. Great. You can click on that stuff there. Great. Cool. All right, guys. Well, we'll be doing this again real soon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. You guys want some ALN sweats? 
Yeah, Fuck definitely. Yeah. Maybe definitely. A, maybe a beanie. Would you rock a beanie? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I would not do a beanie, but sweat. I would. I will do a beanie. They're not. Fli- they're not ta- slippers. I would take a beanie if I would use it. But whatever I free shoes you won't wear you a beanie. I feel like you would rock a beanie. Well, you yeah. wear hats. You wear a beanie when you're in like East Coast. I'm never over there. I'll take a beanie if you want to waste some money. Give me a beanie if you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Good, cool. All right, awesome, awesome. Good night, everybody. So- Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.